Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. You are not far. That's the latest and extremely beautiful song released by Young Oceans as they build towards the release of their next album, You Are Fullness. Today we have with us Eric Marshall, who is the front man for the group, a singer, songwriter, plays keyboards, guitar, does the production. But he'll be the first to tell you how talented the group is, which is true as you can easily hear from listening to them. This music is perfect for me to listen to and meditate on. It helps build my relationship with the Lord in a very strong, rich way uh, and, and focuses me on the wonders of the love that he has for us. But I'll let Eric explain that. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Good to be here. Hey, no, thank you. Just uh, why don't we start off by you telling me, how did you hit this album and this song? You're releasing just a couple of off the beginning and you've released You Are Not Far. How did you hit this point? Sure. Well, yeah, we spent the last several months making this record, and um, I had in mind that it was going to come out this summer, but everything takes longer than you want in the creative world, especially during COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's been a journey, but we always just trust that the mu- music is going to come out when it needs to. And this song, this song will be the first track on the record, and I think it's the shortest Young Ocean song we've ever put out. But, uh, you know, you play it for your friends, you play it for your family as you're building the record. And this one was just seemed to kind of have a special spot in people's minds right off the bat, which is really encouraging. So this is a very short song, but a very big idea. You are not far. It's so easy for me in my life and, and probably other people listening to think of, yeah, God's here but he's not quite right here. And mm, yeah. what's kind of the, the story behind how you, you came up with that song that might help us? For me, it's always so good to to always go back to scripture as a scaffolding for songwriting, especially really church music, which is can be a kind of a fearful thing to put words in people's mouths and to lead people in worship. You just want to make sure that what you're saying is true and trusted and and right. Um, so this phrase is directly from Paul's speech to the Athenians in Acts 17, mm. where he confronts them, but he confronts them so lovingly, I, I think. He doesn't berate them or put them down for their way of life. Remember, these are not Jewish people that he's speaking to, and they don't have any of the background that the Jewish uh, people would. But he says, Look, I see all these idols in your midst, but I want to tell you that God is not something that you can make. But I will tell you that he is right here. He's right here for every one of us to seek and and, and this amazing phrase and perhaps be found, which is Mm -hmm. kind of weird, but kind of beautiful. In other words, it seems to be somehow up to us to seek this God of the universe, you know, which Mm -hmm. is really kind of frightening in a way, but also somehow incredibly comforting. He then goes on to say, he's actually not far from any one of us. And then he quotes one of their own poets and he says, in him, you live and move and breathe and have your being, which is the the verse of our song, You Are Not Far. So this is 
these are not new ideas mm -hmm. at all. They're very ancient and they're very primal, but it's something that I think, particularly in the modern noisy world, we need to be reminded that God himself said through Jesus that I will never leave you nor forsake you to the end of the age. And all we need to do is turn in our spirits and say, Lord, I need you. <laughs> you know, yeah. This is it. almost an example of Paul demonstrating how to fish. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it, again, it's just he appeals to just the very basic ideas of creature under creator. Mm -hmm. No one is exempt from that categorization. You know what I mean? In a world where <laughs> We all want to be in the right category. Guess what? We're a lot more alike than, than you think when you think in those terms. We're all children of God. So for people listening, how can this type of music, I know what it does for me, but w what's really the goal? What are you thinking of when you wrote it as helping people? Because, you know, as you mentioned, it's COVID world and yeah. we're all kind of locked away even if we go to church and things like that we're wearing masks we're social distancing and we're we're creatures of relationship hmm. yeah i'd be lying if i said i had some master plan with this album these were just the songs that i i kind of had and, and i like to think were given at the top of this year so i see a connection in the simplicity of these songs Mm -hmm. um, and just, again, that kind of primal idea. Many of the songs just are more like a child's prayer than a theologian's treatise, which is, that's not an easy thing to write, especially as a as a sort of probably an overeducated, overthinking modern like I am and like most of us. It's hard to be like a child. But I had this experience, just a taste of, and, and, I, and I say this just so carefully because during the heavy lockdown, when I think I went two months without having really any meaningful connection with another human other than my family, which is a long time for, for the modern world, it was so bizarre. Mm -hmm. um, in that, though, I felt like I was given a taste of, wow, in, in an ideological sense, if there's no world that you have to live within and kind of navigate in some sense, it really is back to like Adam and Eve in the garden with the Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and again, this is this is not theology. This is just kind of like a, a like a more like a dream, like poetry idea. But yeah. I felt like I was given just a few glimpses of that in some of my um, meditation quiet moments. Um, I have a little the studio that I work out of is in our backyard, and it's filled with windows, and and I just I mostly just see green and birds and trees and and i was given just a few moments of kind of like a really primal connection with the lord and i would have this experience that i would open up the new testament like a one of paul's letters or something and and kind of find that like actually there's actually nothing here that's going to apply for my day because this is all about how to go live in the world <laughs> which is really interesting you know and of course that that was a brief time and an anomaly to be sure but for a moment i felt like you know what? God does avail himself to us, even though we live in the in-between and in a fallen world. Like we still can kind of link up with the Lord and walk with him in this time. And I, I felt like that was one gift of that COVID lockdown that mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting. 
when when you're writing and stuff, I'm sure there are times you maybe hit blocks and things like that. But what what takes you out of being in awe of God, and then what brings you back? What does it for you? Yeah, well, I mean, I can say when I'm writing, I'm often like a brute, like everybody else. I'm not, you know, there's no there's no holiness fluttering around me as I'm writing these ideas. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's often embarrassingly far from that, where I'm really battling my own flesh and desires to try to get these ideas out. And I'm trying to get these ideas out because I know in my in my spirit that I, I need to meditate on these truths just like anybody else does. So mm-hmm. I like to think that as a worship leader, like I used to say to my bands and stuff that we would lead, we would lead together. I would say, look, we, guys, we got to be the lead fools here in the room. We need to be the first people to, to sort of jump in the water mm. because we need to give people permission to not take themselves so seriously. So that's a, that's a constant act of, of sort of just discipline for me. And it's not, it's not fun, but it can yield hopefully true results. Do you find that uh, nature, scripture, what brings you the awe that inspires you to write what you do? Yes, absolutely. Nature and scripture probably are, are my top things. And, and then along with them, and when you can have all three, it can be particularly beautiful, is, is quiet would be the biggest thing for me, is just really ab- like minimizing distraction and noise as best as you can. And I almost inevitably, if I can sit in quiet and expose my, my soul, my spirit to um, just the sort of a lot of mystics would say the gaze of mm-hmm. the Lord. When we open ourselves up to that, something outside of like our sort of known dimensions is possible. There's that peace, you know, that Jesus talks about. He, he says a perfect peace. And maybe that happens almost just like a, a bit of wind on your skin one moment that morning. But that can be enough to feel you through the day. So yeah, that those those three things are huge. Scripture always draws me back. But you know, honestly, there's days when you struggle and you fight and you just as an act of just sheer will, you say, Lord, I don't feel anything today. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to trust your promises that you're with me. And you get up and you walk into the day. Do you find God surprises you when you turn yourself over like that? Oh every I can't believe how often I'm surprised. Usually one of the ways I feel like it's a real gift, I often will receive, this sounds kind of weird, but like a gift of of just tears in those Mm -hmm. moments, a a real sense of his nearness. That is a gift, like a physical manifestation that doesn't make any sense that this unseen God is is caring for us. Yeah, I experienced Mm -hmm. that. Wow. When the words come out, do you find God helping you bring those words? Do you feel like he brings all the words? What, how, how's that process work for you? You mean songwriting? Yeah. Man, it's, sometimes it's, it's elegant and instantaneous and, and you just laugh and you know that, that that was a gift. Other <laughs> times you're just wrestling, man. Like I spent months working on little phrases and it, there's no rhyme or reason for me, mm-hmm. but Generally, with with these worship songs, I start with the lyrics and apply a melody later. The words, to me, really are the main idea. So, yeah. 
yeah and 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 i try to sort of like kind of tune my my senses as best as i can i ask them to be tuned in a way like that if this phrase or this idea isn't isn't fully like true or fully honest then help me to just kill it so yeah that that's a battle though i'm sure you know i'm sure you write a lot like it's it's amazing how the lengths will go subconsciously to not even be honest with ourselves in our writing. It's hilarious. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> I was looking at one of your other songs on this. I think it's Heaven All Around. Yeah. And I noticed that, uh, and I thought that, personally, I think this is cool, and I'll tell you why. But your wording then goes into, we know that thou art God. I know that I am thine Oh yeah, yeah. Here's, the King, the King James, yeah. <laughs> and and to me now, this may not been your purpose behind it, but as I was listening to that, as I was going through it, I was, what struck me about that was it, it kind of brought in that the hymns feel, yeah. Yeah. right, into it. So what? Maybe tell us more. What was your purpose or why? The first batch of songs that we put out were much more along those lines of like had that feeling of of old hymnody and I love hymns I was drawn to that style of writing probably not out of some theological purpose but just there was something about those classic songs that just had a weight to them and I'm a sucker for history and anything that's old I don't tend to be an early adopter of modern things and technology so I that it just kind of had a special place in my kind of heart mm-hmm. now uh, we got criticized for it from from some lovingly criticized from people at first why are you using thou and thee we would never speak to one another that way and like is that how you pray to God you know <laughs> <laughs> you know and honestly like I love that people want to like jostle about that I, and yeah. my response is no there's not some grand plan I will say, from a straight-up writing standpoint, <laughs> there is one really practical reason why I allow um, some of that King James-ish stuff in there, is that it just opens it up for more rhyme opportunities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all heard the same old worship songs and the same old rhymes mm-hmm. way too much. So yeah. as, as broad as the English language is, I'm afraid that worship language can mm-hmm. tend to be a little bit narrow. So I want to just expand it as best I can. Well, I think that that makes sense, though. It does have that nice feel to it, a little bit of change up in there. Does it feel good? Great. Use it. Exactly. <laughs> so that that's why when you were talking about killing lines and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm glad those lines didn't get killed. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Thank you. I'm glad you dig it. Yeah. <laughs> as you were recording this, things didn't go the way that you quite planned. No, of course not. So tell us, tell us kind of what, what was happening there. What We really ended up recording this record in isolation, which is ironic. It is a band. Like, I write and I lead the whole thing, but I bring in my, my players, obviously, for live stuff and to make these records. And they're, they're a huge part of the sound of this project. So we had planned on doing an everybody in a room kind of a live-type recording in April, but as March kept creeping up on us, we learned, and we were going to be recording in New York. And of course, mm-hmm. New York got hit really hard early in late winter and early spring. So we obviously had to pull the plug on getting together. So it made for a really weird experience. Our drummer uh, ended up recording from California. And um, the way we did it is 
the other singer and I, her name is Kanine, she lives here in Nashville. We actually recorded our vocals first on all these songs. So we recorded to just like a click track, like a metronome and like a keyboard pad for pitch that we threw away and <laughs> sent only our vocals to the drummer. And then he sent me back his stuff and then I sent that to the guitar player. And so it was like, a, it was kind of like playing telephone with all the tracks. It made for a really, just a really different sounding record than we than we, we were used to. But it's what we got. And this year, the sort of story of 2020 is that we just got to roll with it and adapt. And so I don't think we would have gotten this album without all the crazy restrictions with COVID. So it's kind of cool. That That is cool. That's really neat. So throw a question at you. If you could wish and pray to God for anything to happen with this album to affect people a certain way, what would it be? Probably like everybody else, I've experienced a, a pretty unhealthy dose of anxiety and uh, sleeplessness over these mm -hmm. months. I've had a lot of fear creep in that I've had to deal with, and my wife and I have had to deal with, like, just about the future. Yeah. It's clear that, that we're all in a place where we need words and ideas and poetry and maybe music to hopefully reorient us, to encourage us that mm -hmm. all is not lost, that we were promised trials and tribulation. And maybe in this time, God is getting our attention. I don't believe for a second that God causes these things in a way, but I think that he will get us through this time. Um, maybe, maybe these songs can be some measure of encouragement um, along those lines for people. Oh, that's great. We'll keep praying that that's the effect it has for people. Yeah, thank you. This is kind of a little bit off the subject, but what do you see as far as today would be helpful for churches beyond what you just talked about? Anything that, whether it's in the music realm or the focus realm or whatever, what, what do you think could be beneficial? I mean, for churches doing to be doing during this crazy year? Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I, I've had a lot of, uh, just sympathy from I'm not leading worship at a church. I've kind of helped uh, in these last few months freelancing, but I've kind of had a weird year where I've been off doing that, having done it for so long. Mm -hmm. And I've not been envying all my friends who have the burden of getting up on a screen every week and trying to lead people. Just so hard. It's just so not church, you know, when you're staring at a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I feel has brought me some kind of encouragement and kind of rerouted me these last few months has been just less is more from a spiritual standpoint. I think that this is a moment where like if churches are trying to sort of just keep doing what they're doing, you know, an hour and 20 minute service and expect people to tune in, I just don't think that people are, are able to physically even do it, to stare mm -hmm. at a screen any longer than we all have to. I think trusting that some like level of minimalism in this time, yeah, um, that scripture is still double-edged sword and will cut. However, we can in this in this time be vulnerable with one another in our words. I think that's the thing that matters, you know, rather than trying to produce high production stuff. I don't know if that's a non-answer or what, but like. <laughs> no, no, I think I think you're right on. One thing, previous life I was sales and then uh, sales trainer, and yeah, that was one of the biggest things that you know that I learned is that 
if you think that you need to shove all this stuff down, especially in training, mm. to get somebody where they're supposed to be, you're actually going to do the opposite. Right. But if you can narrow it down to a couple things that are really the important things that can help them, then you'll have an impact. It's so good. And it's so hard to, it's so hard to get to that less is more place. Believe me, I yeah. know. Uh, um, that's the name of the game with communication. and It's hard. So I have great sympathy for these folks, but yeah, we need to just be meditating on scripture, mm-hmm. spending time in quiet. It's about all we can do. Anything else you want to say to, to, to the people listening before we go, things about your album, where more they can hear about it, uh, hopes, anything along those lines? Sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you, Bruce. This has been so fun to just, to just share and, it's good for me to be reminded about what a, what a crazy year it's been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, we're so looking forward to getting this out. Um, the hard part for us at this point is we want to just get it out there and get it done. But we also know that we don't want to be a part of that problem of just shoving content down people's throats or down their screen, you know. So we're going to pace ourselves over the next few months and release a series of singles and the record will come out as a full length um, a few months from now. But it's it's done, and we can't wait to share it. And I would just say, if it speaks to you, if it's something that you find encouraging, the best way to help independent artists like us is to just share it with a friend. Mm. And we'd be totally honored. So thank you. You're welcome. And we'll put up links and everything so that people know where to go. But they can Sweet. always just go to your website, right? Young Oceans? Youngoceans.com, for sure. Mm. Okay. Good deal. Well, thank you and God bless you. Appreciate you being on and sharing sharing your story and what you're doing. And uh, we'll continue to pray for you. Thank you so much, Bruce. So good to be All do right. It. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>